look forward to retirement and avoid the pitfalls. Keep listening for ways to maximize your retirement income. More Than Money with the Popowich Carmelli Advisory Group, CIBC Woodgundy, on News Talk 770. Lifestyle matters. It's more than money. I'm Faisal Carmelli, my co-host here, Dave Popwich. How you doing, buddy? I'm terrific, Faisal. Another good week. Another good week. Uh, that that uh, market just keeps on trucking along, doesn't it? You know, it is. Uh, it's interesting. Let's let's talk a little bit about that North American markets and diversification because I think that's an interesting conversation based on what you've just said. But today's show, I think, is going to be interesting. You want to, you know, we're going to talk about. Um, we often talk about health, right? But stay in top shape as you get older. And we're going to talk a little bit about why. It's not just about physical health. It's about brain health. We're going to get some pretty good advice from, uh, from a doctor that's going to join us on that. Yeah, we're going to find out why retirement transition planning for, your biz- for business owners should happen sooner than later. It's amazing how many business owners take forever to plan the transition of their business. I think it's more complicated when you're a business owner than if you're an employee. So stick around for that as well. And also, uh, you know, would you take a vacation without knowing your destination? Just show up at the airport not knowing where to go? Well, we're going to find out about mystery vacations (laughs) on this show. I think this is a cool idea. Stick around for that. Let's talk about the mystery of the markets this week. Um, Faisal, you know, you, you made the comment at the top of the show that Things just continue to go up. Everything just goes up these days. Um, North America, we're getting to some pretty decent, rich valuations on stocks. What do you think? Yeah, so I take a look at one metric in particular. It's called the volatility index or the VIX. And anybody watching the VIX over the last, let's call it 52 weeks or one year, you'll see that the VIX value has dropped by about 41%. That tells the person that volatility in general is down. Mm -hmm. It doesn't seem like central bankers or maybe a potential war or an Iran Contra issue or a or even a tax program is causing a negative view towards uh, the markets. Everything keeps on going up. So my view is that they, the market is thinking everything is fine unless there is some tail risk. And that tail risk is a major shock to the economy or a major shock to political issues or a major shock to the market. That would increase the volatility. That will scare some people in the sidelines. So the concern here now is, are we going to have one? Are we not going to have one? How do you plan for that? Because everything's been going up, especially here in North America with the stock markets. What do you do in that situation? You know, we've talked about this um, over the past month or so, but you know, we're getting we're getting long in the tooth. I'm not suggesting any of the economic data at this particular point suggests recession. Okay, so let's put that on the table. Um, but you know, to your point, it's not a normal market when um, when things just go up, right? When there's no volatility, um, there are potential risks out there, and this is this is a concern to me from a discipline perspective, right? Um, you want to be very careful at this point. I think, in the cycle of maintaining a discipline of what your strategy is because it's easy to get sucked into this rally, right? It's that fear of missing out that we talk about. And the risk is that somebody at the wrong time uh, decides to change their strategy, add some risk, and then it's, you know, it's good until it's not good. And then when it's not good, it's not very much fun, right? That's where danger is created and problems are, are really solidified. And I think we're seeing a lot more pressure for investors to go into the growth area, for example, stocks here in Canada, when I look at the bond market in Canada, and that's just using the overall bond index, down 1.25% year to date, Mm -hmm. down almost 5% year over year, when you're losing money on bonds here in Canada, 
not saying global bonds, but here in Canada, where most Canadian bond investors invest in, uh, they, they, go, they look at that and they go, well, I'm not making any money here. Where else can I go? And they go right to the stock market. Right. They're missing a whole bunch of categories in between those two. And, and that's where the concerns. So you're seeing a lot more um, play in the stock market. My concern is I think North America has had a good run, especially the United States. And so what do we have to do? And then you can you know, maybe kind of share with our, our listeners some things that we did in our portfolio recently. Yeah, you know, it's, it's interesting. So um, you got to look at valuations. Um, and there's reasons. So valuations are um, they're not at, at all-time highs, but they, they are certainly at the high end of, of full value, say, in North American equities, principally in U.S. equities. Um, and, you know, you ask yourself the question where, you know, how do you position? And uh, from a, there's, there's two changes that you can make to a, a portfolio at a, at a sort of a macro level. You can make uh, a strategy change, right, Faisal? You could add, you know, we say we're getting out of bonds and we're uh, just going into stocks, right? That's a strategy change. Correct. Or you can make tactical changes in your portfolio. So whatever weighting you have to stocks, as an example, one of the things that we're doing, feeling valuations might be, uh, be getting a bit rich in uh, in North America and in the U.S. is maybe taking some profit there and moving it to some European exposure or looking to the growthier areas around, uh, you know, emerging markets, principally in Asia. There's things to do, but there's risk, care, you know, uh, uh, things you need to consider as well. So strategy change versus tactical change. When do you take profit? When do you diversify to different markets? These are, I think, important uh, things to consider when you're, when you're thinking through how to address what's happening in, in the markets today. You know, when we've sat down with individuals who come and ask for a second opinion on their portfolio or on their retirement situation, one common theme is they're all happy of what they've bought. What they're what they're upset about is that they didn't sell in in the right time. And so, uh, we're all we're we're all good buyers. We yeah. all we all know how to buy those, those stocks. The hard part is when do you sell or when do you take profits or when do you cap out on your losses? Because there have been people who've hung on to some stocks and still waiting, hoping it'll turn around. When there's over six thousand other stocks in North America, you can pick uh, that you can you can look into, and and it's just the concern is that people are anchoring themselves to some sort of strategy, and one of them is it's going to go up, so just stick with it versus taking profits, tactically moving, mm-hmm. moving between asset classes. We call them pillars. Uh, go between the pillars because although it's not going to give you the uh, the twenty six percent gain like the Dow Jones has done year over year it will it will prevent those big crashes you know I sat down with a client Dave and I showed him what the volatility over the past three years has been in the stock market here in Canada right. and it's about fourteen to fifteen percent swings that we have seen positive and negative mm-hmm. and the concern was well I don't want to take the negatives well if you're going to invest in just the Canadian stock market, even if they're dividend-paying stocks and they're helping you with cash flow, there's a lot of volatility. You have to be comfortable if you're going to dedicate your your assets into that one pillar. By spreading them out over the five pillars, we've been able to reduce the volatility down by half of that for over the last three years and still give better performance. So that's that's an idea of that people need to be aware of, that it's not just a short-term game. It's a long-term mitigation of risk, but also giving some return on the other side. Yeah, you know, I think you make a, a an excellent case for this notion of uh, of discipline again, and I'm I'm harping on this a little bit, but you know, my bias obviously on our team is is the conservative side, right? My job is the risk side, and so chicken. I naturally wake up every morning, you know, worried about what's going bump in the night. That's my job. But yeah, you're chicken. Yeah, I'm chicken. <clears throat> but having you know, having said that, um, 
you know, even in even in an environment where we seemingly have pretty decent uh, economic growth taking place, um, one of the questions I've been asked this week, which I thought was interesting, is why not just stay on and ride the winners, right? Why sell the winners? Just ride them. Just keep going. Well, you don't have to sell out completely. So there's there should be four exit positions, in my opinion, on, on any on any stock or any pillar or any investment that you have. One is when you see full valuation in the company. When you see full valuation in a company or an investment and you do not believe it should go up further from that point, but you hang on to it, now greed kicks in and math gets kicked out. So that's a problem right there because the law of gravity will kick in at some point where if things, well, things go up, may come back down. And when it does come down, it's going to hurt. So let's take that as the first exit position. The second exit position is... The, your, the fundamentals have been completely eroded of that of that investment, mm-hmm. and, and so you need to bail out. Even at a loss, you're better to take your losses and walk away than to hang on to it and ride it out and see if you can lose more money potentially. Right. So those are the two extremes. In between, there are other opportunities. Taking some profit along the way. Dave, you know I'm disciplined when it comes to yep. our stock portfolio. Every six months, I go through the portfolio, and I rebalance within that pillar. I'm not saying take stocks and go buy bonds. I'm saying if my Amazon stock has taken off or my Facebook stock has taken off, I'm taking some profit along the way because yep. I don't want to hurt myself and my clients when it comes down to the downside. On the third part of it on, on exit is if there's a better alternative. If there's a better alternative, why would you not want to go there? Yeah. There's huge opportunity. I agree. Okay, we'll have to leave it at that. We could go on, obviously, for a long time about this. Let's, we're going to talk about this and some of the strategies and discipline at our next seminar coming up on October 24th. Just remind us of the details. Yeah, it's 24th of October, Tuesday, 7 p.m. at the Oak Ridge Co-op Wine and Spirits. You need to reserve your seats, 966-8400, 966-8400, or go to our website at more than moneyradio.com. Now, after the break, we'll hear, or we're going to be hearing about uh, from a doctor for her guidelines on how to stay healthy as you get older, uh, especially for women. This is on News Talk 770 and More Than Money. David Popovich and Faisal Carmelli are portfolio managers and investment advisors with CIBC Woodgundy in Calgary. The views of David Popovich and Faisal Carmelli do not necessarily reflect those of CIBC World Markets, Inc. Clients are advised to seek advice regarding their particular circumstances from their personal tax and legal advisors. If you are currently a CIBC Woodgundy client, please contact your investment advisor. CIBC Woodgundy is a division of CIBC World Markets, Inc., a subsidiary of CIBC and a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada.